This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Thanksgiving is this week and, much like runners train for marathons, Rob is covering everything he eats with gravy. I feel bad for all that food. Who would want to be covered in Rob's gravy? You. Here's the show. You? How dare you, Chuck? My I, gravy is in high demand. I thought he said you. Yeah. Like the listener wants to be covered in your gravy. Oh, I'm I think sure he said do. you. Oh. Well, it could go either way. I'm sure some listeners want to be covered in your gravy. Do you want to be covered in my gravy? Give us a call. 646-929-1357. So much to talk about. Like what? Like Rob's gravy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have a very special guest. Mario from Ex Mortis will be calling in shortly. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the cop who got fired Ow. for going up on stage with vital remains. That you get fired for killing black teenagers that are unarmed. No. You just get sometimes leave some, of absence, slap on the wrist, or a suspension. Maybe. Yeah, we'll talk all about that. Where did that happen? That happened in Sanford, Florida, oh, a yeah. suburb of Orlando. I should not have even. Asked. Sanford actually is the same uh, 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 town that uh, George Zimmerman. Uh, shot that unarmed Jesus. black teenager. We'll talk about it all later on killed, in the show. Killed, killed that teenager. Killed. Pardon. Shoot. That's right. I didn't. Trayvon Martin. Well, he did Wait. shoot him and then killed him. Both yes, are true. true. Sanford? <laughs> Different Sanford. <laughs> oh. Okay. No son. Uh, and you know, one of the big, oh. one of the big Wait, uh, continuing. Don't we have a guest? You forgot to tease the guest. I. Don't I tease mentioned the guest. Mario He's coming Ex- on our show to, to Mario from Ex Mortis is going to be calling him. That's not I enough did. of a tease. Tease him a little bit. Make more. fun of his name or something. Go nanny. It's nanny not people. Mario, the one who calls in and talks about sleeping with pregnant women. Yeah, this or, guy or is way more discreet rather. about that kind of stuff when he does. Uh, it. Well, we don't know. We could ask him, uh, but a different Mario. He'll be Both on the from show California shortly. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Both la- both uh, of Latin descent, Latino descent. Don't make assumptions. Latin was correct. You didn't have to. Uh, they're both correct. Wonderful. <laughs> By the way, the the cop that went on stage uh, were any of the band members black? Because that might be why he got fired. He's a metal band. No, no. The no. bosses might have seen him fraternizing with black. There people, wasn't an African American person within three miles of the venue. <laughs> yeah, at a vital remains show. Uh, no, uh, but we'll talk about. It. We'll get to that. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about first, kick things off, was the uh, you know the the attacks on the Paris nightclub battle yes. plan. It happened two weeks ago. Still experiencing some fallout, I mm-hmm. feel, uh, in the last week. Namely, a For, lot of, about our show or uh, about the actual attacks. The attacks, oh, okay. not about our show. I thought there was some. Thankfully, backlash. there was no backlash to <laughs> to our show. Uh, at least audible, like public back known backlash. Right. We've likely lost a, a bit of our fan base uh, with El Duderino's call last week, pretending to be JCB. Oh, I, really I thought you meant we lost our fans that were at the show. Oh. Oh well, we don't know. Rest in Maybe. Peace. If we should find out. Uh, How are we going to find out if they're I dead? I don't know. Maybe Rob, their relatives going through their phones and stuff, you know. Yeah. Have they had the funerals yet? Maybe you could get out there, Rob, an excuse to go to Paris, and then you could interview all the families as they're leaving the churches. I don't feel comfortable with, with this where where this joke is going. So, but you, it's, <laughs> I'm just looking for an excuse for you to get a trip to Paris. Thanks, but I, I, there are better reasons to go to Paris. All right. Well, Are you too afraid to go to Paris now? No, not at all. Well, they're not going to do it tw- the same spot twice, probably. It's probably the best time to go to Paris. Yeah, come on, Rob. Go all right, Paris. I'm going to Paris. Go to Paris. Rob I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Rob Paris. doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. What were you saying? Well, you know, uh, 
Lamb of God uh, yes. canceled a few shows. They canceled one show 15 minutes before showtime Jeez. in the Aww. Netherlands because there All was right, a, th- a bomb threat called in or some sort of threat of terror. Yes. And Lamb of God being a band who's been through quite a bit in Europe. Uh, I don't know. You know, for our listeners who might just be tuning into the metal world and were nowhere to be found for the last three or four years, they had a, an incident Maybe where a fan of theirs, uh, a fan of theirs, jumped off the stage and died. And then Randy, of course, was blamed for the death, but then eventually exonerated, but uh, thrown into a Czech prison. So they're already on edge in Europe. And then with this ter- terror threat, the band decided. Not to continue the tour. They just wanted to go home and be with their families. Mm-hmm. And there seemed to be some blowback from like European fans saying, of oh, course. calling them pussies. Yeah. And, and saying like, oh, the terrorists have won and blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, this is uh, certainly so- something that the, the people uh, behind the attacks would hope for would be disrupted when, really? when they were planning they were like what can we do to prevent Lamb of God from playing this show that's no I don't up? think it, it was that direct there's so many other bands they could have prevented yeah. from playing that I would have like actually five supported Five Finger Death Punch <laughs> well Five Finger Death Punch also canceled dates the terrorists have won <laughs> that I could believe them not Lamb of God I a great f- band like Lamb of God I feel like the terrorists would be fans of Five Finger Death Punch that's, they'd want to well, go to that show that might be what they use to blast in front of the terrorist caves to to make them surrender too. Yeah. Five finger death punch. Rob, do you have any uh, research on that? No, I I, I cannot confirm. Bad company. Oh my god, I can't take it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so I, I mean, and beyond that, just on a personal level. The amount of xenophobia on my Facebook page is insane right now. It's like I I, all this week I basically had to turn off Facebook just because. Why didn't you just unfriend people? This is what I do. Or not unfriend, but unfollow. So you're still friends. You're still friends. You don't see their shit. Right. Well, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say it's it's like a perfect storm of stupidity because I feel that. Normally you have, you know, let's pick a a random topic, like global warming. You have one side that says, wow, the planet's really getting fucked up and we have to do something. Mm -hmm. And the other side says, there's no global warming, it's a liberal conspiracy. And like one side's clearly right Mm -hmm. and one side's clearly wrong. This is an example where both sides are fucking stupid. One is a lot more stupid than the other, but they're both wrong. Like I keep seeing one guy will come out and go... Fucking Muslims. These fucking Muslims don't let them in. Don't let Syrians into the United States. And then you have the other side that says they're not really Islamic. Islamic is peace. And, you know, they're not actually uh, the terrorists are not Islamic. They're just terrorists, which is retarded, like does not make any sense. How are they- this is a very loaded sentence you're, you're, you're How saying so? here. What do you mean? Go ahead. Well, okay, so I think what the defense, the the other side of the defense is yeah. these people are Islamic, sure, but they're peaceful Islamic people. I agree with that, but I don't think that's what people are saying, though. What, what do you go, think they're saying? They go one past that. Like, if someone would have said, you know, I think I don't think we should blame all Muslim people for this, mm-hmm. completely agree with that. I think the vast majority of Muslim people are good people. I think the vast majority of Christians are good people. Right, but religion but when, is to blame. Religion is to blame because yes. you cannot motivate people to blow themselves up when they believe they're going to come out on the other side and be next to God. 
right. without using religion. Like religion exists to do things like this. Yes. Thankfully, far and far fewer people in the world use religion to do this anymore. Because most of them have blown themselves up already. <laughs> if only. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's still a problem. It's much less of a problem because we've diminished it by making it socially unacceptable to go blow yourself up, mostly. Mm-hmm. But it's still religion that drives this. Like, how can you right. tell we me that? we still denounce religion. Like, they, I've actually seen people arguing. I have the president even, like, saying that is, ISIS is not is not Islamic. Like, it's in the fucking name, Islamic. It's what the and ISIS is. And also, that for. just seems like, why is that what we're debating? That's yeah. just like this yeah. philosophical shit when there's actual things that need to be done. Right, but part of the thing that needs to be done is convincing people not to be religious anymore, slowly over time. Yeah, and by that, pe- that's a hard battle I think to that's win. A losing Agreed. Battle. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I'm not saying like that's the the, the plan for tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just saying I feel like yeah, that's long-term. that's a problem that we should acknowledge exists and be working on rather well, than and also just uh, I'm not saying ban religion yeah. tomorrow. What I feel also, which is uncomfortable for just as an American, is just how like all of the sudden all Muslims are are to blame for this, like. How you know Donald oh, yeah, Trump yeah, is, yeah. is saying all this stuff? Right. How we need uh, to document every Muslim? But to people yeah. like that, that's always been the case. That it's all Muslims to blame. <laughs> Republicans have always said that. That's yeah. nothing new. Yeah. I get or, or how like Ted Cruz is like, oh, let's let the Christian that's refugees ridiculous. in, but not the Muslim one, which is just because those... a, uh, because a terrorist. There's no way a terrorist could cheat on that test. That right. test is foolproof. <laughs> yeah, well, he he. You know what it is? They love Allah so much they, they can't wouldn't lie. Even lie. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. wouldn't think to do that. They can't say they love Jesus, not even for a second. Plus, a lot of the a lot of people like operatives for ISIS are here already. You know, it's not Probably. like you know, what? Not, <laughs> not, in, not in here. Not, not in Bruno. It is definitely Bruno. <laughs> Bruno looks Our, suspicious. That Lola has shifty eyes too. Oh, the only the only terror coming out of Bruno is the farts that leak. Uh, <laughs> Bruno, Bruno is the live cast official dog. Yeah. Can, can we say that? You didn't know, but Lola is short for Lily. 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 Oh, stop <laughs> it! Stop it! <laughs> Well, on the topic of of uh, uh, of the xenophobia, oh come on, we don't need to play a sound effect right after. Yes, we do. Uh, I wanted to actually speak to a Muslim metalhead. Go ahead. And uh, I actually have on the line uh, my buddy Abdul. Abdul, are you there? Yes. Hi. Hi. Hello. Thank you for calling into the show. Now, uh, when the terror attacks were happening. Uh, you know, I was reporting on it and I was on Twitter and you kind of went off on a tirade mm. on your Twitter account, which is you somehow managed to get uh, the Twitter handle Advil, which is a great, <laughs> great SEO uh, about how like your entire life you've been dealing with with or, or most of your life you've been dealing with racism to- yeah. towards Muslim people. So I just wanted. You to talk about like what it's like, and you live in uh, you live in Texas, right? Oh my God! Oh Ugh. boy, my sympathies. Yeah, yeah. I Ninety Texas, seconds. I grew up in Florida, which is not much better. But uh, I'm in my twenties, so I grew up through nine eleven, and being a Muslim kid in uh, middle school during that time was not very fun. I see. And and so yeah, so now like what so you. I, I can't even, like, I have so many questions asked, I can't get uh, any of them out. Uh, but w- what I want to know is, like, with metal specifically, like, I've seen some really disgusting comments on our Facebook page. Have you ever been to a, to a metal show or something like that uh, where, where you were discriminated against or any sort of concert? Honestly, at a metal show, no. I've 
gone to a million metal shows just by myself and made a ton of friends. It's a, it's really weird because people view the metal community as being very violent and stuff just because of the lyrics and the songs. But I've never had a bad experience. It's always people really friendly, really. It's like a family when you're there. Yeah, I feel like metalheads are pretty open-minded about stuff and they yeah. can see through all those, uh, I guess, barriers. I think Rob is probably yeah, referring and- more to like, I don't know, those like Ku Klux Klan members. Uh, no, <laughs> honestly, I don't really like... It's weird for me because I agree with you. Like at metal shows here in New York City, it seems relatively progressive, whereas yeah. on the Facebook comments, it seems very but that's just regressive. Facebook comments in general. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's specific to metal or mm. Facebook, or that's just comments but in le- general. But let's say there is an overlap on the Venn diagram between sure. metalheads sure. on Facebook. Now, uh, one thing, one other thing I wanted to bring up is, uh, you know, uh, there's a stereotype that uh, Islam is a religion of killing. And, and I feel like you would disagree with that statement, right? Yes, absolutely. I think that uh, there are a lot of misconceptions, uh, especially with ISIS going on, going, ah, excuse me, going on right now. These guys are like I don't know how so many sociopaths happen to just come together because it's terrifying. But just because the word Islamic is in their name doesn't mean a damn thing because they are horrible people. I mean, they kill children and things like that in the street. It's I don't understand uh, like how you can justify that with religion. I don't understand what kind of God would want you to do these horrible well, things to anybody. It well, just I, makes no sense. I agree with that, but also, I mean, that's that also speaks to what's actually written in the books. Like, what kind of a God would but write a book that their, has all that kind of crappy, disgusting thing? That's in it? their method. I mean, like, don't they want people to... Um, you know, frown upon Islam just that it pushes Muslims to join them or to like say, oh, okay, the world is outcasting me, but ISIS welcomes me. Listen, I yeah, think- so okay, that's sorry. definitely part of it. And uh, ISIS recruits, from what I know, I'm obviously not an expert on the subject, but from what I understand, they recruit from people who feel disenfranchised or marginalized by their community. And then they just realize, hey, these are the only people that are accepting me. And despite all the horrible crap that's going on, they just somehow justify it because of that. And uh, on the subject of the Quran having these violent things in it, I totally agree. There are violent things in the Quran, but it's also not a rule book. It's a collection of ancient stories. And in ancient times, all kinds of horrible things used to happen. I mean, wars back then were, you know, everything was won by conquest back then. And uh, just because some violent act happened in that story doesn't mean that it's telling us to do that. It's no, just that's saying, not, hey, this happened. That's not a good, really good defense because it's not, we're not talking about like a historical account of only wars. Like there are actual, just like the Bible, by the way, I'm not picking on Islam. I think Christianity and Judaism are just equally barbaric as Islam is. I'm not like saying Islam is the worst religion and all the other religions are better. I think they're all horrible. But I think that to say that they're only all the violent things in the Quran and, and in the Bible are only describing wars that happen is just not true. I mean, they, there's, they're, they're, they're a guide to life. Like there are rules that, that require violence. They're cutting th- people's limbs off. Well, um, Abdul, shunning them. I guess we should ask you like how, like what does religion mean to you? And, and you know, like yeah. how much, how, how much do you practice Islam? See, I, I grew up in an extremely religious household. My dad is an imam at a uh, 
at a mosque. I mean, I grew up around lectures and, you know, Islamic scholars who are very well known. And uh, I would even travel to conferences about uh, Islamic teachings with my with my family. So this was a, a huge part of my childhood. And it's just it's strange to me that people think that it's just a regular part of the teaching of Islam, because I was never, ever taught. Uh Oh, I think we might have lost him. Uh-oh. But someone in the chat pointed out this is like uh, cafeteria Islam, just like people say cafeteria Christian. Yep. Hold on, oh, hold on, is. hold on. Wait, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, uh, you kind of broke up. So you broke up when you were saying you were taught. Yeah, I was never taught that uh, violence was an acceptable answer to anything. Right? That was just never an option to anything that I was taught. And despite the wars and things like that that have been going on since seemingly the beginning of time, you know, in uh, you know between Palestine and Israel, for example, it's just there's so much overlap between people taking context and picking and choosing these verses in order to justify their uh, their violence towards each other. Can I? Can I? And, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I thought you would. No, no, you go ahead. I'm sorry. I I, I completely agree with you. I want to say two things. First of all, I I applaud you for being a good person. Uh, I do not in any way think Muslims are generally bad people. I think the vast majority are good people, just like the vast majority of Christians are good people and Jews are good people, but they're arriving at that good uh, morality by doing the same thing that you're saying ISIS is doing, which is picking and choosing the parts that you agree with and ignoring all the vast number of terrible shitty parts. So I don't think you can say... You know, mine is the right way and ISIS is doing it the wrong way. Just like a Christian can't really say I'm doing it the right way and the Westboro Baptist Church is doing it the wrong way. There's 30,000 30, different sects of Christianity and there's like 15, 20,000 different sects of Islam. And they are very happy to blow each other up over the differences. So a lot of times and a lot of other people, you know, are very I happy agree to with live everything you live. just said. I have absolutely zero qualms with what you said, because you're right. They, with these books that are. Like I said, they're ancient, archaic stories. If You can't really translate them to modern times. So if you want to be able to pick and choose, why not pick and choose the good things? I mean, one of my favorite verses in the Quran is in, uh, it's in a surah or a chapter that every child knows. And it's simply, hey, you have your religion and I have mine. Just let it be. And I was taught that as a kid. You know, if I have friends who are Christian or Jewish, like, who cares? It, it doesn't matter. It's would you, would you stoop a Jewish girl? <laughs> That's a good question. Would I what? Would you stoop a Jewish girl? Would you have sex with a Jewish girl? Stoop is a Yiddish thing for you. For... Oh, God. Uh, I mean, I probably have. I don't, I don't know. Nice. <laughs> but she didn't tell you. Sure. That's she didn't, awesome. She didn't know you were a peaceful Muslim. She didn't tell you. She's afraid. But that's the most sly I mean, way of bragging about how many women you've had sex with. Where you're like, yeah, I probably no, not, mixed no, no, in there no. as a Jew. I don't know. I mean, there's been hundreds. That's awesome. <laughs> what do I know? No, Jewish, no, no, no. not Jewish. <laughs> She didn't taste like like uh, pork, so that's all I could tell you. She might have been Jewish. That's all I could tell. You. I, I have a I have a girlfriend who's Christian. Huh. A so girl, you have not, a girlfriend. That's never been an that's, issue. Is there are there others that aren't Christian? <laughs> <laughs> You're a harem. No, no, no. Is that what's going on? Hey. <laughs> My favorite one happens to be Christian. Right. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Do you? I mean, I was making a joke, but do you really have more than one girlfriend? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, no, good, no, no. I can good. barely handle the one. Because she might be listening. Now that you've been on our podcast, though, your uh, profile is going to be way higher, so you're going to have women beating down your door because yes. you'll be the guy from the, pod, the Metal Injection Livecast. Yeah. So get ready for it. 
<laughs> the guy. Finally, I can uh, pick and choose these yeah. days. We may give you a T-shirt if yeah. you're uh, frequent with enough. Rob's face on it. So I know. I know. I mean, we may give him a T, like <laughs> starring own. on a T-shirt. <laughs> oh. That's what I meant. We're not giving him anything. Yeah, it costs money. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Just my face right on there, like Che. Yeah. Yeah. Put you to work. Make some money for us. <laughs> <laughs> The lady 20 actually. How often do you guys even do this podcast? This is awesome. Every week. Every every Sunday. Every Sunday. Almost. Oh, shit. I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Great promotion, Rob. And we uh, we talk about like uh, worldly things and how they kind of relate yeah. to metal. Well, the greatest thing about this podcast is that we have people who listen from like around the world who, you know, practice different religions or, you Not know, or just, or, or just have like different cultures. Yeah. And, you know, we're just like... Four Jews that live in Brooklyn and secular Jews, totally secular, but it's just a part of our upbringing, and we kind of bring that to the table, and people learn about us and where we come from, and you know we like to turn it around and learn about other people. And by the way, no religion gets criticized on the show more than, than Judaism. Judaism. Yeah, we, we shit on our, <laughs> our religion hardcore. Yeah. So that's kind of why we wanted to have you on because you know we have talked about Muslim topics and things like Darren has brought up about like the violence and stuff, and we can't really speak to it that much because it's all an uh, uh, outside uh, per- perspective. So. Right, but I want to reiterate though that I think I, I support uh, peaceful Muslims. I'm I sorry, support- the violence in the Quran, not in yeah. the religion. Well, I, I would s- hope so. I support <laughs> peaceful people of any kind and I think it's great. I think it's way better than the alternative. You don't have to go very back far in time to when Christians were you know, owning people as slaves so when they start being against gay marriage I'm like well you know that's still shitty but at least they're not stringing people up and beating them to death with rocks anymore. So You need progress. I mean I feel like we're making progress as we yes. take religion out of Slowly life. but surely yeah. But that said, I just I feel like it just gets to a point where people go, well, ISIS isn't Muslim, and that to me that like sets off my alarm bells. I don't see how they're not Muslim. They're just- well, you know, ISIS everything they do is very, very strictly against even the Quran. Like, yeah, the Quran does have violent things, but the, the things they do are how, very, like what very specifically? Tell us I mean, about that. Yeah, give us an uh, example. They, like very specifically, like you're not supposed to in war. You're not supposed to hurt women, children, or the elderly or the sick. They don't give a shit. They will kill anyone in their past. You're not supposed to uh, kill people with fire. Uh, there's a very specific verse well, saying that fire that. is uh, exclusively uh, saved for the Lord for like you know hell. But they burn people alive. They don't care. They just do. They will do whatever it takes. And they're, that's why they're so terrifying. Honestly, it's because they literally do not care. Can I can I interject something though? I think the rules that you're talking about are there, but they're like punctuated by. Uh, when you're when you're making war, don't do those things you mentioned to the innocents. So they say the innocents. Well, all ISIS... no, no, you're not supposed. To, you can't do that to anyone. Well, not, but ISIS turns around and go. They say ISIS is the, the, what they're saying is the people that we're attacking are not innocent. Like they're part of the war machine that makes war against us that destroys Islamic no. people. You know, all women, all children, all the elderly, all the sick are innocent no matter what. No matter how bad the war is, you're not supposed to harm those people. We need you're verses. supposed to treat even your prisoners. If you have a prisoner of war, you're supposed to treat them like a guest. You're supposed to be mm. nice to them and feed them and things like that. They torture people. You're not supposed to torture people. And they burn people alive. It's, it's but gross. If, if Obama somehow just completely wages war on ISIS, I will have... No sympathy for them. I'd be like, yeah, do whatever the hell it takes to get these people out of here because they are literally the most terrifying people I've ever seen. You know what I always think about? I always think about like, okay, so like, let's say, you know, they had it their way and they took over the world. Like, 
Like, what do they want? Like, what do they hope to gain? They want to make a caliphate. They, they want, want to make the, is the, the world be an Islamic state where, where everyone's uh, everyone follows and Islam. Poor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Why? they want people to... Because they'll be in charge. They, they want to just rule with fear. It's just, from what I understand, they want this very specific flavor of Islam that doesn't exist outside of just them. But it doesn't uh, exist because, because we have spent like four or five centuries denormalizing it and passing laws so that people can't kill each other. That's why it doesn't It does exist in Saudi Arabia. It doesn't exist here because it's, we're secular. Saudi Arabia does not burn people alive just because they were accused of something. Well, don't be, wasn't it, there some... Okay, no, that might... That was, I think that was in India where like a woman got stoned because her brother... Uh, cheated on or, or committed adultery. Yeah, there are there are horrible laws about against women in uh, in the East in general that are that's in a whole other topic that is extremely I, I, horrifying. I think it's the same topic because I think it's that's a manifestation it, of people following the Quran strictly. Certain parts that they follow that you ignore, and vice versa. And you are do you know you are doing it correctly, quote unquote with relation to how we live in a secular society and that's good but they're not beholden to do that like they can do whatever they want and they can follow the horrible shitty verses and that's why it's a bad thing and is that in regards to like the rape and uh are you talking about like how they punish the women for being raped because that's not in the quran at all all right well i didn't bring that up even to begin with but I can read you some stuff that well, I'm looking that's at right I've here. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the topic where they stone a woman because they think that she's uh, like damaged because someone raped her or something like that. And I think that is, I, I honestly don't even know where that comes from because I know, as long specifics. as you lay a hand on someone who's innocent, like you're the one who's guilty no matter what. I have a, question. and I don't know of any religion that thinks otherwise. I have a question since you're our, our resident. Muslim, and you have studied the Quran. Um, so, why are women so heavily covered in some um, parts of the world, or some, you know, like uh, like ultra like religious the women, in Afghanistan, right? And also like gloved hands, like all their like their entire bodies are are covered. And I just wonder, like, what what is it that asks for them to do that, or like why would they do that? So, in traditional Islam, the woman is supposed to cover everything except for her hands and her face. And then there's the more strict like Afghanistan where they just wear a burqa where they're literally just wearing like this poncho with, with eye holes. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just one of those rules that is based around like the protection and modesty of the woman. I disagree with it personally. I think that it's extremely oppressive. Just that. I mean, I don't think women are oppressed generally within Islam, but I just wish that they could, where would they please? Uh, how do your how do, how does your mother dress? And I think you have a sister as well, right? She covers she covers her head, but she doesn't cover her face or her hands. And it it's weird because like in this day and age, my sister, for example, I have a fifteen year old sister. She's like fifteen or so, and uh, she wears like pants and stuff like that. She doesn't wear the long dress. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she still covers up. As long as she's still covered up and not showing that skin, it's okay. So why does she choose to to do that? Just out of respect to your family, or like like what? 
I'm not trying to. Well, be I mean, she's 15, so she she lives at my parents' house, and I had to follow all the rules when I was still living with my parents too. So. Oh, so once she turns 18, she's gonna let loose. <laughs> so you don't well, live I, at home anymore, but you've chosen to stay living. She's, oh. she's a. Go ahead. She seems pretty loyal to it. I don't know. Do, do you consider yourself a, running around in like bikinis or anything? Do you consider yourself a religious person or more secular? No, I'm not very religious anymore. I grew up in a very religious household. I still carry the morals of my religion. Mm-hmm. You know, just the but I think that the morals of every religion are identical. And uh, so I, I try to be a good person. I try to donate to charity. I try to help people out, but I very seldom go to the mosque or anything like that. Yeah, you just want to have fun. You have other things to do with your time. Do you? Do I don't even have fun, man. I'm trying oh. to. I'm pursuing a degree in uh, my doctor of physical therapy degree, and I just oh. hate life, so I don't even oh. have fun. <laughs> uh, do you believe in God? Uh, yeah. That I'm, sound I'm very nice. based in science, and I work very hard in. Uh, my passion in life is uh, physics and astronomy and cosmology, of course. But uh, I think that the two can definitely work together. I think that uh, the idea of a god can work together with science. I don't think that the specific like Abrahamic religion gods can work together with science. I, like because there are traits about that god that contradict science. You know, we you can test the uh, provably test that God doesn't exist based on the description in the in the various Bibles. Like you can believe in a god that sits outside of that kind of thing, but it doesn't fit with the, with the universe that we have. That we can observe uh, with with Islam. Um, I was taught. My dad is a geologist, and so the theory of the Earth only being like six thousand years old or anything like that, he would just laugh at it because he knows better. He's studied it. He's seen rocks that were billions of years old. Right. And the idea of the Big Bang is totally within the belief of Islam because it just works because of the singularity that was, you know, infinite mass, infinite density. And eventually expanded. That works within the teachings of Islam. Awesome. Well, Abdul, thank you so much for taking some time uh, to talk to us about this and, and giving us a whole different perspective on something. Maybe you could it. just like pencil in some time every Sunday. Yeah. And we'll give you like your own little segment. Because there'll probably be something new to talk about every week. So we'll just call you yeah. up. <laughs> the latest ISIS incident. Hey, anytime you, can you guys want. There. If you guys ever want me to talk about like science or something, seriously, call me up. I don't mind. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I also want to say that uh, even though I was debating with you, I have no uh, hostility towards you or any like good Muslims. I think uh, I don't think that was a. Yeah. I, I just, oh no, that was not. No, no. I think that disagreeing and speaking about things is the most important thing you can do. Honestly, I, I think that questioning yeah. things is very important. So I appreciate it. And to blindly hate someone just because of how they dress or how they look or or what they believe in is it's kind of ridiculous. Unless they're juggalos. And I totally don't take the side of all the uh, nine Jewish girls you humped and dumped. That just because I'm Jewish, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. I was joking. All right. Sure. <laughs> right. All right. All right. We're going to let you go. Thank you for thank calling you. in. Hey, thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right. And uh, we're going to talk to Mario from Exmortis momentarily. Um, and that was, a, that was a very interesting talk. It's always nice to get a... Things. We didn't uh, teach a damn thing. Well, not us. But we like, enabled someone else to speak intelligently about something. Right. Well, so, still, yeah. I'll, I, I guess we can still take credit for that. Sure. Right. 
Uh, the, the, the question for yourself, that I, Sid. I kept wanting to ask, like, how much has Advil offered you for your Twitter handle? Oh, man, but I just, that's a great question. He probably wouldn't want to reveal, like, specific figures on air, so I didn't I feel really like go he's there. never going to let that go. I don't I know, know, man. That's a big company. They probably offered some good cash. What is Advil's actual Twitter him. handle? What did they have to settle for? Because- Ad underscore Vil. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. See if I Why does an aspirin company need a fucking Twitter handle? Because everyone I mean, needs everyone. to be on Twitter. I know, but I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. Advil. Let's see. Advil Relief is there. <laughs> that sucks. That's so they must be offering Lame. him so much money. Advil Relief. At, like It sounds like you're just taking a shit with a bottle of Advil in your hand. They Advil have 16,500 followers. And the lovely gentleman we just spoke with has 60,500. Wow. Wow. So he's winning, but he should still sell that handle. What does he do besides uh, tweet? The like, why is he famous? Occasional YouTuber, science geek, 1D Zane AF. I don't know what that means. As pa- fuck. Oh, Patriots fan and the most ruthless champion there's ever been. Hmm. But he said he's studying physical therapy. Champion at what? Just in general, I guess. Champion of something or at something? Just a Twitter personality. That's how that's how I found it. I found him because uh, when I was writing about the Westboro Baptist Church uh, uh, protesting the Slayer... Your show uh, is... Sca- protesting the Slayer uh, funeral, uh, the, the uh, Jeff Hanneman funeral, oh, yeah. I needed a photo uh, related to metal in the Westboro Baptist Church, and he protested a Westboro Baptist Church rally with an Iron Maiden shirt on uh, with a sign that said, you guys are being mean. (laughs) And so that's how uh, we connected. WBC are pussies anyway. Don't protest ISIS. That's not a good idea. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, Uh, if ISIS had public funerals in America, maybe they would, but I don't know that they're buying plane tickets. Right. Just wait for the next bombing and stand there with a sign. See what happens. What would happen if they went to France? They'd get like wine bottles cracked over their head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they the funeral. Hit him with a three-day-old baguette. <laughs> JCVD would come out and spin kick all of them in their no, faces. No, fuck you. I hate the French. Oh. I'm from Belgium. Well, Bad enough we're saddled with their terrible language. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds beautiful coming out of your mouth, JCVD. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, speaking of which. That uh, was a Belgian dialect he was speaking. <laughs> I say that all the time. JCVD. JCVD is a, is JCVD a Megadeth fan? Hell no. <laughs> Fuck the death must Because uh, Megadeth, you know, as a tribute to the victims in Paris, played the French national anthem. Really? Uh, I mean, really. Or just to make it worse. You say it's a tribute. I say it's a yeah. insult to injury. Exactly. Anything he performs live, yeah. he's not tributing it. Whether he thinks he is or not. Oh, at least it's the right song. I was going to say, what if he plays Thank Heaven for the Italians? <laughs> or like the soundtrack to some uh, Jerry Lewis movie. It's just. <laughs> it's like Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock all over again, right? Totally. No, it's nothing like that. <laughs> While well, he's playing an anthem, that's yeah. about it. 
Which the first time the Naked Death's music has been described as anth- anthemic in like 15 years. That the <laughs> conclusion of it is the best part, though. Yes, that is the best part of anything he plays live. <laughs> I think this is actually the new guitarist playing. I can't tell. Oh, so he's just Kiko like, uh, Kiko Loreno is. The, that's not a real name. That's get out of here. Yeah. That's not a name. You mean Chino Moreno? No. Kiko Loreiro. Here we go. This here we go. Dead to me. Pretty clap. Oh, do we miss it? What's supposed to happen? He's supposed to yell yell out freedom. Freedom. So now you're gonna make him listen to it a second time. Here we go. Maybe. This is Davis Chain of Megadeth, moments after the French national anthem. I mean, what is he saying with that? Like, was it, their freedom was not endangered. They, they, what's going to happen is their freedom is going to get taken away now. Like, they're going to have the French Patriot Act. What I got to tell you, our freedoms man. have been like, I went to see King Diamond earlier this week, and the security was definitely like the week after 9-11 type security of Ugh. like patting you down. Like it's At the like, King Diamond show? The King Diamond show was in Times Square, though, and there was that bullshit ISIS threat. That's the other thing that's kind of bothering me right now is that, like, anyone will jump on, like, someone said that ISIS is bombing this thing. And it's like, if you look at that, like, okay, wh- what did they actually say? And it's like, here is a random video with a collage of Times Square, you know, uh, stock photos with, with like, some, some Muslim text over it. Oh, my oh, Some God. Muslim text, some Arabic over it. My dad always has like CNN on or Fox News on, and it's like so alarmist. It's just, yeah, it's it's like ugh. calm down. Yeah, really. Chill, and also ISIS. You too, Relax. chill out. Relax. Stop killing people. All right, calm down. They're gonna kill you just for saying that. Yeah. Nice knowing you. Duh. Can we get Abdul to fill in for you when you? Sure. Gonna, he has, a, he has a, a bigger Twitter following than I do. They're yeah. gonna install a. They're gonna install a bomb on your car to go. Oh, no. <laughs> It'll really go then. Probably- You're going <laughs> to scan your card to unlock the door, and it's just going to go boom. That's very sad. <laughs> I'll be walking home tonight. All right. Well, let's get our guest on the line. We just had him. Wait, we have another, another guest? Yes. This is crazy. It's a revolving door of guests. So many people want to talk to us. Well, we want to talk to him. Come on, guys. Huh? Come on, ISIS. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get him on momentarily uh, from the band Ex Mortis. It's the drummer Mario, who is not Mario, who calls into the show all the time. Sid, who's that but they Mario? both live in California, don't they? Yes. What do you mean, Sid, who's that Mario? That's You just said who that Mario was. He's the <laughs> one who calls Mario. into the He's show. trying to get you to give some more background on what well, Mario he does is. The Thank, phone you. Number. Thank you, Daryl. No. 
<laughs> you think that Sid worked in radio, but I don't know. He just is. Uh, I'm so more just, of a nitpicker. He likes than being a professional. A, he likes being an obstacle yeah. rather than a uh, baton taker. Listen, I filled the time somehow. Yeah. It wasn't the most artful way, but I still said things mm. that were followed by other things being said. I'm still saying things right now. Exmortis have a new album called <laughs> called Ride Forth. Coming out January eighth. Here he is. Shouldn't it be the fourth? Oh. It's not. It's oh. not a Friday. Is yeah. it their fourth album? <laughs> I didn't know you were doing an introduction there. I'm polished. Start over. Go ahead. All right, we have Mario. Hi, Mario. On the line. Hey, hello. Mario, hey. Uh, you're online with the Metal Injection live cast. This is Rob, and I'm here with Noah. Hello. Sid. Hey. And Darren. Why am I always last? I just go in, hey. in like a circle. <laughs> okay. From now on, do it the other way. Yes, please. No, no well, you can, can alternate. Less. I just don't want to always be <laughs> Mario, are you confused yet? <laughs> a little bit, but... <laughs> uh, Perfect. Wait, Nila, right? Noah. She, Noah. That's Noah. 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 Okay, sorry. Call her whatever you want. I'm deaf. I'm a little deaf. Too much metal. Mm. That's fine. I'm also deaf. Hello? Now, you just wrapped up a tour uh, opening up for Marty Friedman, legendary guitarist, formerly of Megadeth, Marty Friedman, and quite the shredder in his own right. What was it like opening those shows up? Oh, it was amazing, man, to just see him on stage and to hang out with him a bit. And uh, he was, you know, he kind of, you know, you know, every night he'd be like, oh, good show. And just to, to get that. He was a fan of the band. Uh, yeah. What was that? I said he was a fan of the band. Oh yeah, yeah. To have, you know, just to, to to know that he's a fan of the band and and just you know, growing up, idolizing him, uh, it was amazing, man. And definitely an uh, unforgettable experience. Did um, he uh, did he share any anecdotes from his uh, Megadeth days? Oh no, I, I kind of <laughs> felt like I tried so hard not to like. I love every now and then, you know, I'll like do like a Dave Mustaine impression and stuff. Oh really? And uh, I. Have yeah, I had to hold back. No, it's just like, hey, what do you, you know, like, you know, like, Dave Mustaine has that, like, voice. No, no, no. You know, we want to hear yeah, your like, Dave Mustaine like, voice. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're getting at yeah. here. We want to hear Let's it. Let's hear it. No, it's just like, what do you mean at? Uh, I just recite. I just do peace cells. I just do peace cells. Like, I can't do it right now. Because uh, it sounded good, and then you can't. Yeah, well, we love doing Dave Mustaine yeah. voice. We, <laughs> we do it all the time here on the line. We have well, our- well, that was the thing. It was like, uh, yeah, you know, hanging out with him. I tried to not talk about Megadeth because I heard, you know, he probably gets that all the time. So no mega we no mega death talk. Um, how clogged up did the shower drains get? Because there's like a lot of hair going on in Ex Mortis <laughs> and then also Marty Friedman. Are they using the same yeah. shower? Well, we don't we don't shower on tour, so no. Oh, no there you go. That's how they that's how they combat that problem. <laughs> now, uh, uh, did Marty Friedman ever like ask you a question and you just want like he'd be like, "Hey, can you come over here and uh, help me with my strings?" And you'd be like, "What do you mean, help me with my strings?" <laughs> He's a drunk. Yeah, I don't, like, see those, those are the times where I would refrain. Like, <laughs> but know? like in your head, you were uh, thinking about it. <laughs> oh, in my head, I was talking like Dave Mustaine all the time. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. you should know um, that we also have Dave Mustaine regularly on our show. He's like a regular. Oh, reoccur- really? Yeah, reoccurring. Yeah, guest. Dave is actually in the stu- right in, now, in the studio right now. I'm not sure if he's ever heard of Exmortis. Yeah, I heard you've been talking some fucking shit about me. Yeah, he's been talking some shit. Yeah. What is that? Are you trying to uh, mock me? You make me come down there. You'll be an ex Exmortis. <laughs> you say you're going to be ex ex mortis now. Can you believe- yes, he heard my yeah. joke, asshole. You don't have to repeat it. Oh, Davis is a little cranky. 
I'm always cranky. <laughs> <laughs> you try getting out of man, I'm a bad band you invented and how that affects you for the next forty years. Gah! <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I, I'm assuming, obviously, you know, ex mortis you guys are, are are bringing the thrash back, and uh, obviously, you guys are, are are probably Megadeth fans. I mean, you mentioned that before. You big first wave thrash fans. Um, yeah, you know, we we um, you know, growing up, we kind of grew up around the same same bands that uh, kind of a lot of people have: Megadeth, Metallica, Slayer, all the uh, pioneers. Um, so yeah. Yeah. What are some like deep cut thrash bands that you're like? I wish more people knew about these guys because they're they were doing something you know that uh, uh, nobody else was doing. Fucking ex mortis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know what? I not really. I can't. I can't name any deep deep cut off the top of my head. Never got. What do you What do you listen deep, to? I think. Oh, what I listen to? You know, a lot of um, kind of a lot of different things like. Skeleton Witch, you know, they're on Prosthetic, our label that we're on. Um, I like them a lot. I like a lot of the newer wave, like Toxic Holocaust is awesome. Um, kind about, of like whatever falls into my lap. How about like which, I'm not, I'm not, which bands, um, like or like which one band were you listening to when you were much younger that was like, man, I want to like drum and, and play this kind of music? Oh, I think uh, uh, Judas Priest. I mean, even even now, Judas Priest is. Uh, I think for the for the majority of the you know, most of the guys in the band, we all kind of like worship Priest. Cool. Um, the music, the guitars, the drums, the vocals, the hot. You know, it's just so heavy. To me, they are the definition of like heavy metal. Did you like? Have you um, ever met? Have you ever met any any of them or played a like a festival with them or anything? Oh, actually, um, I worked for a, a strap company that. Uh, was doing some stuff with the guitar players they have right now, Richie Faulkner. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's not, you know, he's not a, an original priest member, but he's like the only guy I got to meet. And he was, I mean, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. He's, he's pretty cool. Like all of them are just like regular dudes. They're very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've heard nothing but, but, uh, but great things about, you know, people that have met them and, you know, the interviews that they've done, they seem really humble and just down to earth. I mean, it'd be, it'd be a dream come true to meet one of those guys. Rob, can you make that happen for Come him? Come on, Rob. Yeah, make it happen. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's happening. Oh, I did. I really. Yeah. <laughs> I just got off the phone with Judas Priest. It's Turn happening. Turn around. Turn around. He's right behind you. <laughs> Judas Priest, right yeah. behind you. It's like a Rob a Copperfield. <laughs> Rob a Copperfield. <laughs> um. So I noticed that you guys have a GoFundMe. Uh, page for a new tour van. Did this one get all busted up on the last tour, or? What's uh what's oh, going well, on here? Um actually yeah, we, we had um the van that we're trying to raise money for, we're just trying to, you know, keep it keep it running. It's um a lot of, we took it to a mechanic and he quoted us with just ridiculous Ugh. amount of money to fix uh parts, but don't you have it'd any be cheaper fans? to fix that van. Don't you have any what fans that? Th- like don't you have any fans that are like mechanics? I mean there's gotta be one out there. There are any ex mortis fans listening right now that uh, yeah. own, own a own a shop? A repair yeah. shop, 646-929-1357. Call us and let us know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, well, unfortunately, we don't we don't really have, uh, we don't know many people that could help us with the things. I mean, a, a lot some stuff might be transmission related. And, um, yeah, we're trying to just raise money to keep that van going. 
we used it on the last tour and we had to replace the transmission. So it's it's just been Ugh, what a nightmare. A lot of work, but yeah, a nightmare. But the thing is, we've had that van, this particular van, since 2007. We got it with 70,000 miles and it has 223,000 now. So it's it's held up, you know. Wow. Does it have it's a held name? Up pretty well. Does it have a name? I know some bands like to name their vans. Oh no, <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think. At least I don't give it a name. One of the guys might. I think we just call it like our 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 like chariot or something. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have a name for it. Or motherfucker when it breaks down. Motherfucker. Mother, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Italian. If if people want to contribute um, some cash your way and uh, to to help you fix your van, they could just find you on GoFundMe.com. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now now that you're off tour, what like what are you doing with your time? Um, you know we're we've been working on some music videos. Um, kind of jamming out some new. I mean, we have a new album coming out, but we're always jamming out new tunes. Working on stuff for Ride Fifth. Yeah, Ride <laughs> Ride Fifth. Uh, so yeah, kind of kind of just nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Kind of relaxing before the the next run, the next uh, tour cycle. Have you already gotten your itinerary for like next year? Do you know what it's going to be looking like? Well, I know we have uh, the tour with Warbringer and Forster and Cauldron from January 5th to, I believe, the, the end of February. And then uh, I think we're working on something for the spring, but that's pretty much that. That's all that's locked in for now. By then, Rob will have hooked up that Judas Priest tour for you, so yeah. that'll seamlessly oh, right yeah. from so, yeah. one so, I mean, to there's the other. That, there's that Judas Priest world tour yeah. that Rob's going to hook up, up with. And then once you get that tour, they'll probably hook you up with a new tour bus because it's a pretty high-profile gig. <laughs> but it's going to be Priest with three yeah, E's. Cool. They're a different band. <laughs> so, well, similar. Judas Priest. Yeah. It's actually Judas Breeze. We got, we got, uh, he managed to hook up with Judas Rabbi. Oh, yeah. damn it. Different. The cover band. They, they do it with uh, Klezmer. They do Judas Priest songs. That with should be a thing. If that's not actually a thing, that should be a thing. Hey, Mario, you want to start a new band? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We should also mention that um, Prosthetic Records is having a Black Friday sale, and uh, people can get 10% off and pre order the, the new album, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, and also, also, if they pre-order the album, first three hundred people get a call from from one of us, prank call. Oh. A prank call? What are you going to be pranking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, practice. Practice. let's yeah, let's practice. Like, I, I am like one of the first uh, a few hundred people. Is that how we got this interview, Rob? Did we have to buy the album? <laughs> yeah, first? Yeah. this is a bad you prank. Have to buy the album. <laughs> so okay, yeah. ring, ring. Hello, I'm an unsuspecting ex Mortis fan. Who's calling? <laughs> Dave Mustaine's here. Uh, I don't know. Oh my God, uh, Dave Mustaine yeah, of the Mighty like Megadeth. What yeah. are you doing to me, a lowly Escortis fan? <laughs> but yeah, they get they get a phone call from from one of us. I don't know what we're gonna. I mean, yes, I I, I am that fan. You're telling me I'm getting a phone call. Does that mean I want? Is this the prank? Yeah, maybe. I want to point out, I just caught myself, even though we're on the radio, 
Like anytime I just did that voice of the Exponents fan caller, yeah. I put a fake phone with yes. my fingers yes. to my hand. Like, I why appreciate am I doing that. that? You made the experience yeah. more real for me. I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Just, you could have put yeah, the, 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 that, that's over. I'm no. This is me talking as Rob now. Nard, Nard is yeah. Nard is. Still, you're, <laughs> you're still Nard. making uh, hand gestures though. It's not a phone anymore. <laughs> that's just what I do. Yeah, it's the he's very expressive method, method acting. Yeah. He's a flamboyant right. talker. Rob is doing the come hither fingers. <laughs> wow, no. What? But he's looking at you, Sid. Usually he does that in public only. <laughs> what? Just, I don't come know, fingers, come hither fingers, I don't know. All right, well, one thing uh, I want to mention, I find it interesting that your album comes out January 8th, the first Friday of the year. Usually uh, you don't get metal releases the first week of the year, but you guys are starting the year off strong. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, well, you know, we figured the tour starts the 5th, and, uh, yeah, might as well just tap the album out. I see, so yeah, for the tour. Strong. Sid pointed out to me it's actually the second Friday. <laughs> yeah, the January well, 1st would be the first New Year's Friday Day doesn't it. count. Hey, fuck <laughs> you. New Year's Day, no, the record stores aren't open. Uh, no one can have an album out that day. But somebody does. <laughs> Tony Bennett probably Nobody has a piece of shit coming out. <laughs> Duets with some other hack. All right. Well, well, I also feel like it's it's a good idea because you know people get cash for the holidays as gifts, and they can use that money to buy new music, particularly. Oh yeah, totally. You're you, you back that, or Ride help forth. you get a new van too. Yeah, people get yeah. iTunes gifts gift cards. Well. The new Ex Mortis album, Ride Forth, comes out January 8th on Prosthetic Records. And uh, if you pre-order it on the Black Friday on the Prosthetic Records, you get 10% off. Well, yeah. you could. I, they're doing pre-orders right now. You might get a call from yeah, Mario. Yeah. You might get a prank. Yeah. <laughs> Frank call, yeah. You won't know if they're Will you at the end of the call? Will you tell them that that was the call that they got? Because otherwise, they'll just be like waiting around, waiting yeah. for this official call. <laughs> that could be the prank too. Yeah, yeah I guess. I guess we'll, we'll give it away at the yeah. end or something. I, I don't know. I just we'll want to. I just want to say that all four of us are going to buy the album so that our odds are better than everybody else. I want to be pranked. <laughs> but no, they won't yeah, be yeah. better. You guys than will definitely though. get pranked. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mario, for calling in. We're going to play a track off the new album, track number two, in fact. It's called Relentless. Anything you want to mention about this track? Um, it's pretty. It's a you know, it's a fucking wicked track. Um, kind of our our homage to you know, just relentlessly touring and relentlessly playing. So that's you know, check it out. Hope you hopefully uh, listeners to dig it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for calling thank in. Thank you. Thank you for for having me. <laughs> no problem. That was Mario from Ex Mortis, and uh, yeah, later guys. <laughs> later. Uh, took me a second to get to that uh, hang up button, <laughs> but uh, uh, that was Mario from Ex Mortis, and uh, we have a bunch of calls. All right, let's let's Where, go through them. Are they for Mario? Quick. Should we have seven oh one? You're on the live cast. Area code seven oh one. Hey guys, just Levi. Hey Levi, what's up? I'm um, smoking a bowl on uh, my break. All right, Wonderful. great. We're going to play Ex Mortis for you. Uh, yeah, but you before we do that, though, uh, one, one, I don't know, some really long number. <sighs> I'm going to read the whole number. Out. Yeah, I'm not going to read it out. I think it's a four number. 
Hello. Hello, guy. Yes, hello. Hey. Who is this? It's Tyler from Australia. Hey, guys. Hey. hey, it's Tyler from Australia. What's up? Yeah, I'm just on break at the moment. Thought I'd give you guys a call. Are you? Do you work with Levi? No. Are, you, are you also smoking a bowl? <laughs> no, I'm in Australia, man. <laughs> well... Uh, so you're not smoking a bowl. Do you have a question or, or a comment, or, or are you ready for this music break? They could be um, FaceTiming. No, just a few things I wanted to touch on. First of all, thank you guys so much for your free content. Nearly been listening for a year, and I fucking love you guys. Oh, awesome. Thank Very you, nice Tyler. You. Um, secondly, thanks for Noah for sending me the uh, Randy Blythe book. Fucking loving that at the moment. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good book. You're welcome. And thirdly, um, as I understand it, you have two T-shirts out at the moment, one of which I've ordered. One of which I've ordered, but I need oh. a reason to buy a second one. <laughs> Do you need, you need a up? reason to buy the second one? Oh, Rob's well, you face. just gave us I the reason. One reason. <laughs> oh. There's your reason. You've officially been won. Mm-hmm. I wa- I didn't know if he really wanted to get an answer to his question. Well, he needed one, one reason. Just one reason. Well, by the third one, I got it, but I wasn't sure. By the third what? <laughs> All right. As promised, here's Exmortis with Relentless.
This is Chuck Blandington. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. No, I'm not protesting the Eric Garner civil rights case. It's all of the very Jewy roast beef farts that Sid and Darren are pumping into the studio. Enjoy some more music while I go open a window.
This is Chuck Blandington. I fucked your girlfriend last night. While you snored and drooled, I fucked your love. She called me daddy. And I called her baby as I smacked her ass. And then I used your computer to stream the Metal Injection livecast at metalinjection.net slash livecast. <laughs> Hey Scott E.N., instead of playing in front of 40,000 people who were killing time waiting to see someone else, you could have been listening to archived episodes of the Metal Injection livecast at metalinjection.net. You schmuck. How's the bong, man? In 
imbeciles who want to trust fund assholes. Hey, man, you need to cleanse yourself of all this hate. Cleanse this, you fucking stain. Sandpaper. Wading through the music break can be painful. Like rubbing sandpaper on your genitalia. Or like listening to anything sung by Chris Jericho. But it's time for the metaphorical abrasive chafing to end. The Metal Injection live cast returns. When are we now. having him back on the show, Rob? Soon, soon. <laughs> Chris Jericho will be back soon. He's uh, never coming back. Welcome to the Metal Injection live cast hour two. Quickly going over the music break. Lots of good tunes. Kicked it off with Ex Mortis. 
uh, as we discussed previously, their track Relentless, then was a, a local band, Moonlaps, local instrumental one piece, <coughs> one man band. Do you have the song length for that uh, Ex Mortis track? One. <laughs> Blood Moon was the track by Moonlaps, mm. then Grave Ritual with Autonomous Death, and then Grath Orlock wrapping it up. Wait, no, no, there was one other song. It's uh, Breaking the Mosaic Law by Judas Rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Graf Orlock with 600,000 tons of explosive ordnance. That's a long song title. Speaking of uh, exploding ordinances. Sid, stop farting. No, it hasn't been me for a while. It's been <laughs> well, Bruno. During the music break, while you guys were complaining, I was giggling to myself because it totally wasn't Bruno. It was oh, me. Oh, no! What? Oh, my God. Wait a minute. What? Oh, wow. No. So, to recap, Jared was like, that fart smells inhumane. And then Sid is like, Sid is like, uh, oh, it must be it must be Bruno. But then Sid was also like, "But wait, wait!" But his tail's down. His yeah, tail's down. His butthole is covered. Butthole. <laughs> you know whose butthole is it? God damn it! Your butthole isn't covered. No, I That's am right here. Wow. Are they sanitary. are they buttholeless panties? <laughs> Do they make those? No. So breaking news: Noah farted oh. twice, actually. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe that was you. That was so What bad. did you have for lunch today? Um, I actually skipped lunch. I had a big breakfast. <laughs> That's not what my farts sounded like. It didn't sound like anything because we didn't right. hear it. Silent and deadly. Rice and beans with a side of beans? <laughs> no. Um, nothing. I just had snacks. I'm actually saving my appetite for dinner with for Rob. Survivor Series. Survivor Series, yes. Uh, We're surviving these farts. <laughs> yes. What are you going to be eating during the survival series? We decided we're going to order Chinese food. All yeah. the Chinese food. Oh, okay. Having a nice casserole that my wife's making. Mm-hmm. Chicken casserole. Mm-hmm. That's a wacky mac. You ever have wacky mac? Oh, What's no, wacky, wacky about it? That? It's like um, a bootleg craft macaroni and cheese by a company that's not craft. Oh, so this is a brand name? Yeah. It's <laughs> never- so no, much no. better than crafts. Okay. Huh. It just comes in a really shitty, like the box is designed shitty, like it's got a picture of macaroni and cheese, looks like it was taken in the 70s or something. (laughs) Do you only get it from like a discount store? I've only seen it in discount stores and like small, you know, small food stores or whatever. Mm. Highly recommended. I got people turned on to Cottonelle, so maybe they'll start eating Wacky Mac now. And then wiping their ass with Cottonelle when they're done. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> are you are you getting like backdoor live read endorsements? <laughs> what? Whoa! What, what, <laughs> <laughs> what are you implying? Uh, no, I I wish someone wants to pay me. I'll be glad to run it by you. Wacky back listening. Jared uh, mm. is ready to endorse your product. Uh, we talked about this uh, briefly earlier. The death metal cop. Uh huh. In Sanford, Florida, relieved of his duties. <laughs> so that's what Noah just did yeah. in their underwear. <laughs> a young Andrew Ricks uh, got on stage with the death metal band Vital Remains. Are they good? Do you care about that band? Is that uh, are they on your radar? Mm. No? Not a huge fan? <laughs> <laughs> They're not that vital after all? Is what you're saying? No, what he's saying is we have an interview with the drummer from oh, Vital no. Remains. Oh, no! No, we don't. <laughs> he doesn't want to say anything. 
Uh, I don't want to say that anything. Glenn Benton was in. Or he was it? in it. Yeah. yeah, he's not in the band anymore. Yeah, so no, when he was in the band, that's and really, like the it. main songwriter left the band, like the main guitarist Ken Suzuki, mm-hmm. who's not related to Ichiro. Yeah, <laughs> no. he's not a New Japan pro wrestler, uh, like Ichiro is. Yeah. Oh, not Ichiro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rob, are you okay? Player. I just we're smoking a joint, me and Noah. So I'm, I'm, my brain is functioning much slower than normal. Thanks a lot, Noah. Where's that cop to arrest you? <laughs> He's too busy on stage. So I got fired. Get off the guy. stage. So he got on stage with Vital Remains with Suzuki for that intro track. That was he intro- in uniform? Was he like on in duty? full uniform oh. on duty at the venue? Was he so supposed wait, to be security for the show? He was supposed to be. He was patrolling the venue. Yeah, he was okay. there. On, on patrol. So it's not like he was supposed to be driving around town. He wasn't supposed to be somewhere else. He was supposed to be at the show. Okay. Uh, And he got up on stage and the intro track for the band is like about one minute of like operatic, you know, intro music. And then (laughs) at the very end, there's a a shout of let the killing Begin, yeah. uh-huh. and so he shouted that out with That's the singer of the band. That's probably not a good band. thing for a cop in Florida oh, to say. And, and then that kicked into their their big hit, their Enter Sandman, if you will, uh, dechristianize. <laughs> their Enter so Sandman. That's their Enter Sandman. If Enter Sandman was heard by like you know a thousand people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so then this video uh, uh, was surfaced at the beginning of the week, and then in the middle of the week, somebody ratted this cop out. Right. And uh, called up his sheriff and complained. Yeah. Stitches get stitches. And so he was excused of his duty. What's interesting is, though, on October 30th, he submitted his letter of resignation and he would have resigned this past Friday, November 20th. But once the video surfaced, he got fired. And now I'm of two thoughts on this. Mm -hmm. On the one hand... The you know this is just bullshit. Like you shouldn't. He didn't really do anything wrong. But what's the difference between him getting fired and him resigning? Uh, like he got him? fired two days before he was. But like for him personally, like financially, does it matter? Mm. He could probably file for unemployment now. Since well, maybe yeah. he could have got a pension. No, he can't fire for unemployment because he he was fired for not performing, like not doing his job well. Right. Yeah, you can't oh. get unemployment for that or resigning though. Yeah, only yeah. if you get laid off. Uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, but at the same time, it's like you're a cop in uniform. You're yeah, gonna get up on stage work. with a Just death metal ba- singing "Let the Killing Begin" when there's already like an unease. And, and you I know, don't care about the lyrics. It's just like you're supposed to be working. Why are you? Well, the an lyrics idiot. don't help either. Yeah, I think the lyrics are probably like I'm sure like local news played up that angle. Oh, of course. Oh, absolutely. He's a cop in Wait uniform. A you was know. he like on the beach when he did this? Or yeah, so of course. How is there any argument? Of course, you should be fired. What doesn't make any sense? How, how can you uh, defend? Well, what it, would he have been fired if he was on stage with, let's say, Adele singing "Hello"? I don't think anybody wants to hear that. She's yes. not playing Sanford, Florida. <laughs> the fuck I are mean, you talking I, about? And she doesn't this, want anyone on stage with her, so he would have been arrested <laughs> or fired. Yeah. For the sake of this example, if Adele was like, "Hey, hey, Andrew Ricks, you sound like you have a wonderful voice. Come up here and sing hello with me." I thought you have been fired. I thought you were going to say that uh, no one could fit on stage. Hello, uh, hello, Andrew Ricks. Oh, you have a lovely voice. I'm going to Eliza Doolittle. Why don't you come up here 
It's like hello with me. Hello, I'm hello. Adele. I'm, I'm Adele. It's like the Monty. Sorry, the Monty Python no. uh, women, the Pepper Pot yeah, women. <laughs> I object to all the sex on the television. I mean, I keep falling off. <laughs> <laughs> But no, he uh, wouldn't have been fired say. for that because no, it would have been the, fine if it was a pop song about song. killing people. So you think it's specifically because yes. of that? I don't know, man. I think if you're supposed to be doing police work and you're up on the stage, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, that's man. the part that right. bothers me. But you know, if they he's fired me. for you know saying the lyrics, I disagree with that. Right. Uh, well, it turns out he wasn't fired just for that. There were other issues that came up. Ah. Uh, uh, I just saw it earlier today. That, that was enough to fire him. Yeah. There's absolutely no concern with us with anyone listening to heavy metal, said the sheriff. Uh, that's your prerogative and your choice of music. Yeah, Not if you want to listen to dumb shit, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, he's a metalhead. He just doesn't like vital remains. That's uh, his issue. <laughs> Wait, so the, the sheriff or Rob? The sheriff and Rob. Yeah. Rob's not a metalhead, though. But he also oh, doesn't yeah. like Vital Remains. So just the sheriff. <laughs> I have a metalhead. Fuck you. <laughs> you jerk. Uh, so one of the reasons was he wouldn't turn his uh, camera on. I like how we both had equal parts in that, and he just called you a <laughs> yeah, jerk. that's fine. That was great. I'm flying right <laughs> under the radar here. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Sid. You're right. Darren, you jerk. I am sorry. I am a jerk. Uh, he uh, he didn't have his body camera. Well, on. Of course, you don't want to see him singing on stage at all these shows instead of doing his job. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently he also placed a training officer in a situation where the officer being trained was not equipped to handle it. Wasn't that what, the officer's the fault? <laughs> yeah, he put him. <laughs> he put him in the mosh pit. He's like, "Hey, dude, I'm I'm about to jump off stage. Catch me." <laughs> he had him sing parts for this band, and he didn't know the lyrics. He was unprepared because he <laughs> didn't know what he was supposed to say. Um, El Durino in the chat is trying to do a chant Sharif Raba yeah I was gonna what? say it sounded like a Sid joke he must have my Sheriff <laughs> yeah it's not working out Sharif Raba doesn't really yeah. no, no. not the good meter Sheriff Raba okay. works though I yeah, like some... the Imam Araba joke Imam Araba Imam Araba joke that was off the, the air though but yeah uh, we have some calls 575, should the cop been fired for getting up on stage with vital remains? Or are you the cop? <laughs> I am not the cop. Oh, who are you? Who's this? It's Devin. Hello, Kevin. Devin. Devin. Hello, Devin. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Hi. Hey, Devin. What's, what's on going your mind? On? What's going on? Uh, not much. Uh, just hanging out, listening to you guys. Uh, yesterday was pretty fucking awesome. We weren't on yesterday. <laughs> That's why uh, it was well, awesome. Oh. Why was it awesome for uh, you? Uh, well, uh, I am in a couple of bands, and uh, one of them, bands? which is called Crimson Karma, uh, we went to go and do a photo shoot yesterday. And afterwards, we went to go pick up some beer, and we walk in, and we're all wearing corpse paint, and... The looks on people's faces were fucking priceless. Yeah. So, first of all, why are you whispering? Honestly, I'm not whispering. That's this his is voice. just how my voice sounds. Okay. How do you sound when you before? How do you sound when you yell? Can you yell for us? Uh, Scream. That was sure. it. Okay. What? 
<laughs> Still sounds like a whisper, but all right. All right, whatever. We'll let that pass. He works at a so library, so you, he's, he's trained himself. Uh, yeah. So you and your friends put on corpse paint, and where did you go? You went yeah. to get beer. You went to like a, a corner store, a general store. Uh, it's it's a, a local grocery store. Uh, it's called Super Saver. I don't th- I don't know if you guys have those. There's so wacky, Mac. You probably do. Now, did you save superbly on on beer when you went there, or it was regular priced beer? Uh, I don't know. To me, it was a good deal. Fifteen bucks for a twelve pack of Corona. So it's not bad. And then, so like when you were walking down the aisles, were mothers taking their children to a different aisle, or like holding them closely? Why are mothers their and their children in the Corona aisle to begin with? That's the issue. Well, they probably have it right next to the to the soft drinks. <laughs> I would think. And the baby formula. How many 12 packs did you get? Just one. Goodbye. All right. He shoots, he scores. He shoots, he scores. That was Nothing almost, but Nets in. That was almost too easy. I thought, uh, I thought Mindy Mayer fucking oh. uh, called us for a second. We got another call. 740, are you the cop that got on stage with Vital Remains? 740. Hello? Yes. Oh yes, hi. This is Niazi. No, it's not the cop. Oh, okay. What's up? Cop. What's up, Niazi? Niazi. Oh, nothing. I'm just listening to you. And uh, I don't think the cop. Uh, I think the cop. Uh, like no problem to get the for his uh, for him to get to get fired Agreed. because he didn't do his work well. Of course. Wait, I don't understand. You want the cop to get fired? He said the cop should yeah, not sure. have been fired. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, not because he got on stage, uh, but because other stuff. That like, she liking vital remains. Oh. <laughs> uh, maybe he wanted to do more community policing, but he did it the wrong way. <laughs> maybe it was an yeah, undercover sting yeah. to arrest vital remains <laughs> for being shitty. He had him right where he wanted him, and then you know, boss pulled him out of the mission. For a second, while while Niazi was saying that, he sounded like Bangs. Really? Yeah. Your boy Niazi. This is your boy. Big. Oh no. Well, aren't you? Fr- I mean, isn't Bangs from like Saudi Arabia, and aren't you from Saudi Arabia? No, Bangs is from Sudan. I'm from Saudi Arabia. Wait, How do you feel oh, about Sudanese Sudan. people? Do you look down on them? Is there any rivalry? No. This is uh, this is a little dechristianized in the background. No, true. I don't know. I don't know a lot of Sudanese people. So, do you have any other uh, nationalities that you look down upon? You want to say some racist stuff on the show? What? I, I didn't look upon anyone. All right, good. I, I, I was testing you. You passed. Good Did you job. think like a Jew statement was going to slip out of him by no, accident? No, no, no. Just like how you know, like different Asian. Nationalities like all criticize the others, or like sure. Latino ones. Yeah, Dominicans so, hate. Look, yeah, I, I, just, so I thought it was I, just, like, I just people on their on their merits, not their wow who they are. That's better than us in this room. Speaking of people's merits, Noah, did you fart again? I don't think so. You're waving <laughs> your hand maybe back it was it was Bruno maybe this time. <laughs> she was waving her hand back and forth. Uh, Sid, was it actually you? And no, now you're no, it Bruno? no, no. Come on, I always take credit. Yazzie, was it you? I, I have a challenge. I have a challenge. Uh oh. Uh The Niazi challenge. Oh. If you want to take it. What is it? Jerk each other okay. off or something? <laughs> for for each one, for Rob wants it to say nice 
three nice thing about a real nice thing about each other character. Uh-huh. That's For Robin said three nice things three to nice say about things. each other's characters. And three or it have to be and ha- it have to be honest. Okay, not, can I also not. add something to that? That's a very good idea. I want to say you have to. Do it seriously and not make a joke about it. Like you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Rob is uh, Rob is uh, taking attention away from TMZ by being the TMZ of metal. That doesn't count, and that goes without (laughs) saying. Anyway, no, yeah, it can't be a backhanded compliment. Wait, so you said we each have to say one thing about each other, or three, three, three? Three. Jesus Christ! I can't even think of one genuine one thing I like. Rob, you're first. You're up. Look at Sid. It might help you. Do we alternate? To that yes. way at least we give each other time to... Okay, yes. okay. I think, I think Sid has a... Look me in the eyes when you say this, man. Come on. Uh, I think Sid has a great sense of humor. Okay, now Sid. I, that, uh, that was it. Uh, yeah, that was actually sort okay. of what I was going to say, that of all the people I know, I trust your sense of humor more than anyone else's. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. I've told okay. you that before. Rob, now you. Uh, now it's tough. <laughs> Same. I had that one for sure. And then now it's like. Mm. Uh, I like one thing I like about Sid is he understands my misery of coming from a uh, a Russian home, growing up in a Russian home. But that's nothing I've done. That's just like I happen to have the same okay. birth circumstances uh, as you. Not a compliment. Sorry, yeah, I didn't really uh, do earn damn. that. Okay. Uh, I. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's it. You, you that's it. I said one Sid. thing each. Oh, come on. Uh, what does Sid do every afternoon? Uh, do you know? What does that have to do with Rob? Yeah, that, that has no effect on me. Wait, do you mean walking the dogs or jerking yeah. off? No, I mean walking the dogs. <laughs> oh, just, this is the only yeah, two things. I don't know why Wait, Rob would care about either of those do things. Do you do that oh, before or after you walk the dogs? Sometimes both. Oh. Wait, <laughs> you, you you jerk off and walk the dogs? Not at, at the, the same, same time, time no. You jerk off and then you come over and pet the dogs and walk them? I don't pet them. Fuck that. They're not my pets. I, this is very businesslike. I come in here, yeah. I put the leashes on. Take him out right back. Wait There's a minute. No the leashes are very leashes? sticky, though. Yeah. Yes, the yes. leashes are yes. very sticky. You know, I uh, touch those leashes. I wash my hands. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I, I, <laughs> I thought, don't come on my hands. I'm not I thought of another thing. Uh-oh. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, when Sid did have access to a vehicle, he was always very kind and generous with giving me rides back home, like to my home and not like to a train <laughs> to take the... Train back. So, would you say he's generally uh, kind-hearted and conscientious, or just about that one thing? He's generally kind-hearted and conscientious if he doesn't have to go out of his way too much. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's a compliment. I will. Yeah. I will allow it. It's a compliment. And right, now I have to have a second yeah. one. Come on, Sid. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I think these are all great people. I'm friends with them. I wouldn't be friends with people that I thought were assholes. So I generally just like them, everything about them. But like to, to for like Don't specifics. Don't drag us into this. This is just between you and Rob. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Maybe if I look into Sid's eyes lovingly, it'll inspire him. <laughs> you lived with Rob. Yeah. 
We want to say nice things about yeah. each other, oh, so okay. we, we should avoid that. You made me feel good about not being the hairiest person in the apartment. <laughs> oh, I, I would feel the same way. I was like, oh, you know, I think I'm hairy, but wow, Sid's back. So I you just made me like, feel better like, about just my like back. The, the, the shower drain. So your, comp- your compliment is he's no more hairy than you are. No, he is, he's hairier than me. Hairier than you. Yes. I think you're hairier than I am. I might shed when more. We, yeah, when we count the top of your head. <laughs> okay, yes. I think fair. you win. So close to not being a compliment. <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment. You, I, I don't think that counts. Mostly it's just like generalities. Like he's a really nice person. This but that's might be like the lame. best you're going to get, though. I'm going to allow that. No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, one more. One, yeah. Uh, well, I think Sid is generally a nice person. You already said that. <laughs> Wasn't that the last thing? No. Oh, the driving. But you did say okay. this. Yeah, that yeah. in general. Okay. Damn, all right. Um. <laughs> it's truly hard. This is one of the best, worst things we've ever done on the show. Good job, uh, Niasi. Well, I feel like for the most part, I agree with Sid's moral barometer. Okay. <laughs> and I think he has a good general outlook on the world huh? the only the only thing i've ever well in terms the politics of politics like, are good po- yeah like like politics okay, in terms doesn't of have, he doesn't have to say the bad things that's a good thing yeah oh, oh okay <laughs> keep <laughs> it positive was, rob yeah was stopping me all right so yeah there we go can i append something to that just my opinion i think that sid has great morals and is very good politics and when he says things that are outrageous he's kidding most of the time most of the time or I'm really... just taking things that I believe, but like to the tenth power yes. of absurdity. Because yes. it's, why not? It's I don't think you really believe in giving AIDS to uh, AIDS babies to a rapist to pedophile. It's impractical. <laughs> it would just take too much effort. Otherwise, but it doesn't though. mean that he does. I do believe it. that we should help them out somehow, so they're not just walking the streets raping willy nilly. <laughs> which is a kid leave willy nilly alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one thing that I disagree with you is the one that we were like, oh, we should just bomb uh, the entire Middle East and get rid of them. I didn't say we should. I said that was the only way if we want to completely eradicate terrorism and not be scared anymore. That what else is there to do? That's the quickest way. We're kind of doing it's a that horrible now, thing It's not to working, do, and it shouldn't be. No, but, but anyway, saying, yeah. anyway, we're getting off topic. You have to say one more nice thing about me. Yeah. You're you're always. Like no, you're never like in a cranky, shitty mood. I've never been like, oh, Rob's a dick today. You're just always like very up and positive and open, and have a good disposition generally. I'll say one thing you bo- you missed about Rob. This is the number one thing I oh, admire about oh, Rob. I'm liking this. Number one thing I admire about Rob. Rob is the most logical and rational person that I've ever met. There's never been one time in my life that I've known Rob. That he has said something that was fueled by just being emotional in the moment. He always breaks it. Sometimes it's very infuriating, to be honest with you. Like I want someone like to help me vent. About like when about you've something. both been arrested and he's laughing yeah. it off. Yes, I was say, to <laughs> yes. a fault. To a fault. Exactly right. That was an example of a good trait that was being used at a bad yeah. time. Yeah. But you would never ever uh, it, like you. If I want to sometimes vent to you about something, you're always like, "Well, no, I see the other side of that because you know." And I'm like. He's Ah, shut up! He's very even, <laughs> Steven. Yes. Well, exactly. I, I always try to uh, understand. Like it, to me, it's like, how could somebody 
think like this? Like, what what could possess someone to think something so irrational? I think that's a great and, uh, trait to have. It's, yeah, you know, it's hard to do sometimes. Yeah. Can I add something about Rob? Oh my God! What's Why going is no on? one adding things about me? Well, what? no, because because Darren was like one thing I admire about Rob. So the the main thing that I admire most about Rob is how he just like has no shame. He just like, <laughs> does not give two shits. Like if he's taking that last macaroon, he's gonna just take it. He has like no shame about like asking for Clearly stuff. Clearly no upset about a macaroon you took it so <laughs> No, I don't even like macaroons. <laughs> I was just I was just making an you know I admire that. Like I wish that I would be more like that. It's almost kinda like Larry David. <laughs> I wish I could be a glutton yeah. like Rob. <laughs> I admire how Rob doesn't give a shit about other people and just takes Rob doesn't give a what? shit about being judged for taking the last thing. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing, Noah. I mean Rob no, no, no. Know, I, fucking nineteen ninety seven. I'm just saying it was a fucking macaroon on the table between you and me. I don't know. Another person might have just asked around the table, you want to fuck a macaroon? I'm just saying, we're different people. And <laughs> days later, you ask me out on the bus, of course I said, no, you can say my fucking macaroon. Like? I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm riding the bus. I'm saying, you know, I'm thinking in my head, this guy, maybe there's something there. Maybe there's a spark that I go... Fuck a macaroon! I don't want to. I don't want to be living thirty years down the line, and we got you know three macaroons on the table. I think one. Well, you think one, and then you take the last macaroon. Yeah. Ah, I ain't ruining my life like that. I ain't macarooning my life. <laughs> what do we have? Fucking kids. Kids don't get fucking macaroon. <laughs> we got three kids. That's fucking five people. I gotta buy six macaroons now. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Deontay. That was great. Magical. Uh, I, I feel like I'm less like that now, though. Not the ma- taking the last macaroon. I will always do that. Still like that. Because I, f- I find that like everyone thinks the opposite way. Like, oh, I can't possibly take this last one. And there have been situations where, like, it like let's bad. say we're at a restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. They'll just take away the plate with the last right. thing. And it's so like, no one has it. And it's so. like, look, nobody's going to take it. I'm just gonna take yeah, it. Yeah, no, and I no love that about. No it. one's way gonna to be spin mad that at me. into a way where you're doing someone a favor. I'm saying nobody's gonna be mad because everyone's being like someone else will take it. Right. But when when they come to take away, if there's still food, can't someone just be like, no, 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 we're not done with that. You don't have to eat it. To but that. You can just uh, but like mentally, <laughs> everyone else is done with it. You yeah, know, and they would be happy to see. Tell yourself someone whatever else get you it. need to. Yeah. <laughs> Sid looks full. I'll eat this friggin' chicken wing. <clears throat> Hmm. Well, Niazzi, thank you. <laughs> that was a great question. Okay, really? I'm, I'm out of here. It's got too sentimental for me. Seriously, no, that was awesome. That was yeah. a great uh, little segment. We got some more calls. Maybe the question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> That's not racist, by the way. That's Niazzi yeah, saying true. that. Yes. So I just wanted to know. Yeah. Maybe the question of the week for next week is call in and say some one thing you admire about each of the hosts. Oh, I like that. Oh. Or three oh. things. Oh, that's, listen, uh, at least one thing. This isn't like a college term paper. <laughs> I like that for the question yeah. of the week. All right, let's get to our other calls. Thank you, Niazi. 442, uh, yeah. I think this might be another international call. Uh, you're on the live cast. Say hello. Hello? Yes. What's your name and where are you from? Hey, it's Campion. Hello, oh, Campion. Wow. Yeah, from Ireland. Hello, Campion. How's wow. it going? I'm going. It's going good. It's going really good. What time is it in Ireland right now? 
It's like quarter to one. Oh, wow. Uh -oh. Still up. <laughs> oh, no, we'll, we'll let that one yeah, slide. Yeah, yeah. We'll let that uh, one slide. I'm staying up for Survivor Series anyway. Oh, so. oh very nice. Cool. Yeah, we're about so to are we. get watching. So what's up? Do you have a, a comment or something? Um, not much. What do you think about these uh, whole rumors about ISIS at Survivor Series? Well, weren't they d dismissed as not credible? If I'm not mistaken, really? yeah, yeah, no, it, there is no threat. Uh, what if, what if the WWE just has like new ISIS characters? And no, this is I, ho I hope they work it into the storyline. Be really cool. Well, they got really criticized for doing pretty, that when 9/11. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, I don't think they're going to because they know they're going to get a lot of negative press. Bring, the bad kind of negative press. Can they bring back press. Skandar Akbar and he's yeah, like right. the leader of ISIS? <laughs> and it was a work the whole time. This, My whole thing, before, right? I feel like Skandar Akbar is like mentioning Joe Franklin on this show. Like it's just for you and me. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I'm fine with that. Uh, my my <laughs> whole thing is uh, I feel like WWE is always over the top and playing to the last row. They cannot handle nuance. Mm -hmm. So they should avoid nuance characters. Right. Which they do. Where you could misinterpret what someone is doing. But all one, like, one other... Th I'm sorry. Done? So, for oh. example, like a decade ago, they had Muhammad Hassan, who was... Right a Arab American or a Muslim, I forget the exact thing, but he was basically like an American citizen who said he's been treated badly and it's unfair, but then he would behave like a heel, like a bad guy. Right. He was representing those arguments people make that are legitimate, and of course WWE is run by assholes, so they think that's a bad argument to be making, so they put him in the bad yeah. light. Well, they, they may or may not, but the way they portrayed him was certainly in a, in a bad light. Right. But what another thing, though, is that when Muhammad Hassan was out, that was like already over 10 years ago. Yeah. And their whole company is different now. In other words, back then, they were more likely to do provocative things. Yeah. And now yeah. they're a publicly traded company, so they're just... Like they want to crank out like a a like a steady stream of non-offensive identical angles constantly over and over. They're yeah. they're really sorry, Noah. They're really seeking to get like a mainstream, uh, uh ge general advertising deal. So they wouldn't want to rock the boat in any way where like larger advertisers right. would be shy shy away from them. Exactly. Last night I was watching the Texas. This Tuesday in Texas. This Tuesday in Texas pay per view. And like Hulk Hogan versus Undertaker. Right, but Jake the Snake Roberts versus Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. And like I could not believe how rapey Jake the Snake was towards Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. He's just that's just him. He tried to put and a snake just, around it. And I was just thinking about how like they don't have anything close to that uh -huh. no. today. Is that a complaint? Do you oh, want more rapiness? Yeah, do you think it's a good thing or a As bad a heel, thing? sure. Yeah, why not? What's you know. It was. Just, I mean, it was kind of like uncomfortable, and then he like you know hit Elizabeth in the face and stuff. With what? His snake. No, no, no with his hand. He, he wasn't allowed to have <laughs> the snake ringside. He wasn't allowed to have the snake. Even snake though he was did. barred from ringside. Yeah. Um. Snake kept interfering. So I like the way that it is today, but I also like the fact that I can go back and watch when the storyline was a little bit more um, offensive. Adult. It was adult. adult. That's the thing that's different now is that it, it, there are still references to sex and like, yeah. but every it's all filtered through the mind of an eight-year-old. In other words, like when two people are dating, it's the way an eight-year-old thinks about a relationship between two people. Yeah. And it just gets very tiresome. 
I hear that. But then you could just go back and just watch the old storylines like, again. Oh, Summer Rae used to be Dolph Ziggler's boyfriend, girlfriend. Now she's Rusev's girlfriend. Now she's, uh, what's it? Who's she? Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze's girlfriend. Tyler, Tyler Breeze? Prince yeah, Pretty. He's really good. He's good. He's doing like kind of like a Zoolander gimmick. But, yeah. Exactly. But well, I didn't like that movie, so it's... You didn't like it? Wow, you kidding. No. That's a great movie. It was a sleeper hit for me. It was I'm not, like, I went into it thinking it would be bad, but I was surprised. Sid, here's, here's one good thing about you. You didn't like Zoolander. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, there we go. Any movie, if Ben Stiller is the star of the movie, I typically am not in on that Oh, movie. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I'm, but not, I'm not the biggest Ben Stiller fan, but he has some, yeah. He has some I mean, I, I haven't seen I'm it with since you. it came out. Yeah. Maybe I need to rewatch, but I found it annoying. Also, Owen Wilson, I hate in everything. Well, so. Will Ferrell, he's in it. He's yeah. great in that movie. But I don't know, maybe it was just the, the Ben Stiller. Owen Wilson is really good in uh, Midnight in Paris, if you've ever seen that movie. I have not. But also, Owen Wilson you you need to. is playing a role that he can pull off, which is like a ditzy, yeah. like celebrity well, idiot. The only thing I really like Owen Wilson in is the uh, Royal Tenenbaums because he's playing an asshole in that. So yeah. I'm supposed to not like him, and he does a really good job of it. But everything else, like his voice and his hair and his, his nose, weird, his broken yeah, nose. pointy face, I just, I, uh, his brother, I'm fine with him. I yeah. can't stand. He played a uh, an asshole in Meet the Parents. Yeah, but then that once movie, again, Ben Stiller's I, honestly, story. I feel like I hated that movie because it made me so uncomfortable. It's oh, all right. Well, here's what I don't like about that movie. It has a like a common Hollywood premise, like the guy has an abusive father-in-law that hates him, but it dra- it drags out the abuse for so long. Yeah. It just goes on way too long. It's just so uncomfortable. Yeah. It, it could have been accomplished in like half the time, I feel And then like. they did like eight other movies yeah. of it. Oh. The, hey, his name is Fokker. Get it? It sounds like Fokker. Let's do some puns. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Little right. Fockers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. When the only justification for doing a movie is that you could have a pun in the title, mm-hmm. maybe don't do that movie. Right. Maybe well, it's, it's a, not worth millions of dollars to make that. It's a premise that could have been a 20-minute short, and yeah. now there's four movies, yeah. full-length films. Maybe that's what Ben Stiller needs to do. Just bring back the Ben Stiller show, where it's him in smaller doses, and that would work <laughs> better than these movies. <laughs> Uh, well, Campion, we're going to let you go. Wait, who's going to win the okay. World Heavyweight Championship? Who do you think is going to win? Uh, probably Roman Reigns, but I, I don't want him to, but probably Roman Reigns. That's yeah. probably the answer any wrestling fan will give you. I, he probably won't win, but he will. I congratulate you for not saying uh, Hornswoggle is going to win. That's a good job by you, not being a homer. <laughs> Seamus. Hopefully. Is that, I, Seamus? Are you, are you rooting uh, no. for Seamus? No, of course I'm not. I, I fucking hate Seamus. <laughs> but he's Irish and you're Irish. Yeah, come on. Here's, here's what I don't understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. I love him now. Here's what <laughs> I don't understand about Seamus. I've seen the light. Seamus is, like, his skin is so white that it's, like, clear. And whenever he gets, like, thrown around or punched, like, he never has any markings on his skin. He's a robot. It's, it's so bizarre. He definitely. I've oh, seen it, him get all it. Irish people are like that. They all have ginger hair, and we are all very pale. It's a very accurate representation of all of us. I'm very proud of WWE. <laughs> also, Becky Lynch, isn't she? Also, yeah, Am she's Irish. Okay, yeah, yeah, she's actually a good representation of Irish people. And Finn Balor. We are, we are also. Whoa. <laughs> Finn, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Balor. Oh yeah, Finn Balor. Finn Balor is great. great. Yeah. But, like, they don't play up the whole Irish thing with him, at least. 
Well, yeah, except a, for his ex- incredibly thick Irish accent. Rob, it's almost like people from other countries like and dislike wrestlers based on merit and not what? where they were born. It's really strange. Weird. Oh. Sir. <clears throat> Rob, when yeah, he was a it, kid, just liked all the Russian wrestlers. I really thought you were going to say the Iron Sheik. Stop. <laughs> well, he's Iranian. It's not. Like that wouldn't be. You, a, do, you do have that picture with the Iron Sheik. I do. And he did love him as a kid. But that was already past his prime. No. As, oh. as a kid, I was I was a total uh, by-the-numbers Hulk Hogan fan. Yeah. Same. A Hulkster? I was a total a little, little Hulk. He was a Hulkamaniac. Hulkster. Yeah, I was a Hulkamaniac for sure. Yeah, I was like, one like cry, not crying, but like sh- shaken when uh, Andre. Earthquake... Oh. Like oh. like slit like sat on him. Uh, I on, sent on, Hulk a letter in the hospital. I got a postcard. Back. Yeah, I yeah. did too. I totally sent Hulk a letter. Yeah. And then there was like the big Hulk Hogan has a big announcement this week on Superstars, and I couldn't watch it at the time. But I made sure my dad recorded it on the VCR. What were you I doing that you couldn't watch? waited with so bated breath? Um, Summer camp. A little paper machine. Grandma's house. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, maybe I wasn't home. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember I popped in the, the VCR. I think Rob's got some the... repressed childhood memories that we need to work through. Maybe. What the hell kept you from watching that announcement live? Did you hate John Tenta? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rob, when did you realize um, Hulk Hogan was a dickhead? When did you lose your love for him? Uh, this past like... Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, kind of like when I was uh, when I started being a uh, uh, like a little uh, smarter to what wrestling is, and like a teenager, I guess. Following like 11, dirt 12, yeah, like following the backstage stuff. Didn't he join NWO right before he joined NWO? I kind of was over him. Like in WCW, they kind of he was just doing the same thing, and it was boring. When he was wearing jeans. He was fighting Ric Flair every week. And That's, beating him. He was that, beating Ric Flair every... It's like, who cares? That was one of the most amazing things about WCW and how bad they were to me was that they took this legendary matchup, which when I was a kid, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, they were both in opposite mm-hmm. federations. And all on the, every time you talk about wrestling, what would happen if Hulk Hogan... Fought? Well, it's never going to happen. It's ridiculous. Finally, first of all, Hulk Hogan... Uh, Ric Flair comes to the WWF... And they never fight. They fought on house shows, and that's it, because of ego problems and all this shit. Then Ric Flair goes back to WCW. Hulk Hogan follows him there to WCW, and then they fight every week, and they made it so fucking bad. They made the, the most classic matchup you could uh. think of so fucking tired and yeah. horrible that you were like, get this off my fucking television already. It's amazing. God bless him. When I was a kid, I always just thought like Hulk Hogan would kill him because he's five times bigger. Like <laughs> there wouldn't even be a match. But that's wrestling's not all yeah. about size. But this shit. in my head, I was like, oh, that would be great if they fought. He's but the Hulk dirtiest player in the game, Ric yeah. Flair. He'd find a way. He fought guys that big, you know. Yeah, that's true. Magnum uh, TA. He, he Lex, wasn't Hulk Hogan size. Lex Luger. He was like Hulk yeah, Hogan's Luger. height. Andre the Giant. I see Magnum T.A. is bigger than Lex Luger, just not roided up. Is know. Magnum T.A. still alive? Yes. Yeah. He's wow. got some serious injuries and stuff. Um, he's fine. He's, he's walking. He's, he's <laughs> I guess that's better than like 95% of wrestlers. <laughs> Were so. you just at his cabin? Yeah, he's still drawing breath. He's yeah. all right. <laughs> the machines are working. All right, Campion, thank you for calling in. We're not going to warn you because we like you. We want people yourself. we like all the Boy, time. Can I, say, can I say one in Irish? Sure. And get one and get an Irish version of Fade to Black somehow. Oh, jeez. Well, I, okay. I can give you an Armenian one. <laughs> well, what's your what's your what's your Irish one? Pain. 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 Oh, Pain. All right, thank you, Kevin. 
Kane. It's Kane! All right, really That's quickly, we got Jared. Jared, you're on the line. You've been oh, waiting. no. Fogel? Is he in no. calling? Is this his one phone call? I mean, sorry, John. Hey, is what phone? We have John. Oh. John. Oh, hey. Uh, hey. 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 Um, hey. I don't mean to be program director, but um, I was uh, wondering if you guys were going to talk about that pastor that blamed the Eagles of Death Metal fans. Oh, uh, I was I didn't. Uh, you have that story? Yeah, like it's uh, basically this pastor was like, "Oh, the people what? at that show were listening to death metal, so they deserve to." Stupid pastor doesn't even know that it's just their name and not their genre. Yeah. Dumb pastor. Stupid. There. Come on, pastor. Do your metal research, right? Go on metal injection. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> right. Dumb pastor. Uh, Pastors are dumb. Also, I did ship your pizza, but... You shit our pizza? Dude, yeah. shit on our definitely pizza? did sound yes, like that. Yes, I shit a pizza. No, I shipped, shipped your pizza. Thank you. Well, it's a Chicago pizza. Would it taste that much different if you shit on it? Oh. <laughs> well, Is there tracking you know. information we could, you could give Rob? I hope Rob didn't eat it. No, I didn't eat it. Well, it's coming to you. Give me tracking information, so I, I just shipped it on Friday. So okay, well, when we get it, we'll post pictures on our Facebook page yeah, if it's maybe, the day that we're not doing the show. Maybe. Well, we'll have Rob if it's next. If he gets it this week, he'll bring it to the show on Sunday, and we'll have it. Yeah. Maybe. We're, we're and uh, also, what do you mean? It's pizza. I put it in the freezer. I, I well, yeah. And also, I I posted uh, that that idea for that shirt, and I want full credit if you guys make it. It's we're not going to make it. It was a good idea, but we're not making that. You shirt. suck. What was the shirt idea? Uh, my wife is getting banged by Mario, and all I got is this stupid shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny, but no cigar. Yeah. All right, thank you for calling in, John. All right, John. Yep. Johnny boy. One. Oh. There we go. All right. Do we have a voicemail? We do. I'm getting those right now. Awesome. And like 18 other things to talk about. This is going to be a three-hour episode. What uh, else do we have? We have Survivor about? Series. Uh, I don't. All, All right. You stay here and talk about whatever you want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. We talk about that rapist dentist. Yeah, I guess we'll save that for next week. Rapist oh. dentist. Rapist dentist. Rapist dentist. It's all uh, Nazi's fault. He, uh, yeah, that was a good. Yeah, no, that was a good bit. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Diversion. I'm kidding. All right, we got one from Israeli guy. Lucky this Israeli guy. Hi guys, this is Israeli guy. I didn't call to tell you about the Fear Factory show last week since it was on the same day time as the terror attack in Paris, and I felt it wasn't appropriate. In any case, it was great. It was like you said, Burton C. Bell was off key most of song of the songs. <laughs> which was hilarious, but they took a five-minute break in the middle and they came back like new and performed three songs from their new album. I sent you a clip of the show if you want to play it anyway. I like the Bisley reference. It's a favorite birthday party snack. It comes in five flavors in Israel. They all taste Did like you kibble? also try Bamba? Yes. That it, that's it for now. What's well, Bamba? It's La Bamba. That you, song. You've had Bamba. It's those like, it's sticks? like a puff, oh. but it's peanut butter. Oh, yeah. 
And I'm te- like, okay, so... I'm into the Bombas. Whenever I go to Israel, I always like raid the supermarket <laughs> and bring back a whole bunch of snacks because the Bamba that they have in the U.S., there's like some... like the I think they use palm oil and the Bamba mm. in Israel, they use peanut oil. And Subpar it makes, Bamba. Right. And it just like makes such a difference. I don't know that you should have any product named Bamba in Israel. Like, that's, <laughs> you're just asking for trouble. There's Bomba. Can you please pass the Bamba, please? I'm okay. I want some Bamba. No Bamba in the airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, do you have any in-flight Bamba, please? <laughs> Uh, here's the. Do we want to play the Fear Factory clip if you want to? Yeah. Let's just. Amazing tonight. Listen close to the background. Here's some bombers going on. Yeah! Oh, no! No! Say fuck yeah! This is this is odd. You know what, guys? We know you guys spent a lot of time and a lot of energy coming here to see us tonight. But thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. It's so out of breath. I thought he was going to sh- play us some of the, some of the music. We'd like to thank the Havana Club for having us out here tonight as well. They've been fucking great. All right, there's no music. The Havana right. Club? <laughs> Don't mind that. Uh-huh. That's just the regular machine gun fire. Yeah. They're going to play one. All right, that's it for the show. Wait, don't we have one more voice? No, that was it. You said Max. I was wrong. I was oh, wrong. God damn it. My heart is Max. broken. I was so excited. Max, we need to hear from you. It's Please, been a while. Please, just, just let us know that you're okay. Tell us something bad about Mongolians. Bro, I ate some bad bomba. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, there is a cake in Russian called bomba. Bomba? It's, like it's a turnover cake. <laughs> oh, what it is? Bomba. 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 It's right next to the Chaladiets. Oh. All right. Ew. That makes we'll be back next over. week with another episode. Thank you for listening. Please buy a shirt if you like us. Links on the uh, episode page, mentalinjection.net slash livecast. Funny.
People, let's do that. God, I want to fuck that guy. To please my suck palate. I'd rather fuck Fred Flintstone. How can you gag on porn shit? Huh? Use the pinky because you'll be able to wedge it in deeper. Louder than the friggin' Asian BBW porn. Tentacles are everywhere.
This is like that awkward moment when you're done getting your dick sucked at the glory hole. <laughs> 